Hello and welcome to our podcast, Hashtag Divorce, with Audrey Zetoun, divorce coach based in London, and myself, Sarah-Jane Taster, French family lawyer practicing in international law in England and Hong Kong. In our podcast, Hashtag Divorce, we will be bringing you hope, positivity, as well as practical information about divorce and well-being, food for thoughts, and hopefully, support to help you move forward at each and every step of the divorce process. If you would like to know more about what we do when we're not doing this podcast, you can go to our websites, tasterfamilylaw.co.uk and audreyzcoaching.com. Back to today's topic. Today, we are talking about looks and colors and how you feel about them with Sandy Lancaster, an award-winning color analyst, image consultant, and personal stylist in West London. When you're going through a big change in your life, or when you just have enough of your current looks, or you're not sure on how and what color to use, Sandy Lancaster is the person to see. We prepared this interview in her studio, and just being there, I felt like a movie star. I've known Sandy for some time now, as we are neighbors and uh, both self-employed in uh, Chiswick, but I thought bringing her on the podcast, really bring her savoir-faire and her inspiration to our listeners. And I'm really grateful that she accepted our invitation today. So today is really an episode about exploring colors, styles, shape, how I can give you that confidence boost and when you need it, especially. So Sandy, I can't wait to get some of your tips, but first, can you maybe introduce yourself and what you do in, in your own words? Hi, I'm Sandy Lancaster. So um, I live in Chiswick in West London. My background is I was a banker and spent many years working in corporate environment. And then when I retired, I decided that I wasn't quite ready to stop work. So I decided to retrain and take some of the skills that I sort of picked up along the way in the world and bring them into my new role. So that is as a personal stylist and image consultant. And I also do color analysis. Yeah, so you've had two different lives. You lived in different countries, many countries and had different careers. But I think there was always this motor of uh, empowering women. Absolutely, yeah. So in my sort of uh, corporate world, the majority of people uh, that I worked alongside were women. And we'd often have conversations about perhaps not being listened to in meetings or being passed over for a promotion. So I do lots and lots of talking around how to dress for the job you want, how to have impact presence and authority in the workplace. And I suppose now uh, what I do is just not about the impact in the workplace, but also about impact in life. And I think as a woman of a certain age, it's very easy to become a bit invisible and a bit sort of, you just disappear into the background. And I suppose I just wasn't ready for that. And lots of the people that come to see me, they're not ready for it either. So it's just bringing those things together and about how to Still stay, stay current, uh, but still true to you in the way that you present yourself. Okay, so who does come to see you then? Oh my goodness, all sorts of people from all sorts of walks of life. To be honest, most people come to me when there's something going on in their lives. Maybe it's a milestone or they are undergoing some sort of change. It could be post-pregnancy, their body's not quite as they remembered it before and they're struggling to address it. It could be post-menopause, it could be post-divorce where they perhaps lost their mojo, they've forgotten who they are. 
people going off to university, people looking for their first job, or perhaps when they're pivoting and they're bouncing off into something else and they're not quite sure, you know, how they mirror their new life with the way that they present themselves. So all sorts of people, men and women, but the majority are are women that come and seek my services. So how, because you're talking about people who are going through changes who may not have the confidence or the self-esteem to come to see you. Um, is it difficult for them to see you or do they come with a friend or how do they come to see you? Basically. Okay, so uh, lots of people come on their own, but some people come, you know, two or three together. What I would say is I am not that glossy, airbrushed, personal stylist that you might expect. You know, here I am on your Zoom today and I've still got wet hair because I don't own a hairdryer. I'm not that person. I'm actually quite natural and it's about finding the personality of my client and helping them reflect that in the way that they present themselves. So I've got lots of natural in my personality, hence the lack of the hairdryer. <laughs> so, you know, it's not an intimidating sort of uh, environment. It is really about reaching into how people feel about themselves, how they want to present themselves. You know, I talk about, you know, if you were to leave a room, what would be the words that would sort of float in the ether behind you? What do you want people to say about you? How do you feel inside about the way that you present yourself? And how do we do that? So it's about dressing the body, but then also about styling the personality and showing who you really are. That's what I really loved when I came to your studio, Sandy, because you have these, these pictures of different personalities. And like you say, you're natural, uh, but there were lots of other ones. And uh, that's so important as well that your personality transpires in how, of course, in how you dress. But we don't always have the ability to do it or think, how can I you know, transcribe it into my own, my clothes. And, and that, that's a skill. I mean, and the thing is, you know, we all form an opinion about somebody based on what they look like. So what are they wearing? How are they wearing it? And what is their body like? And if you're not comfortable in what you're wearing, then that shows in your body language. So it's really important that, you know, you are comfortable, confident, in what you're wearing, that you find the clothes that do work for your body type, but also reflect how you feel on the inside. Because otherwise, we sort of, you know, we walk into a room and we're hunched. Mm. Uh, we don't put our shoulders back. We don't put our head up. And people can see that. Mm. And so it's really important that you just get back to how you feel on the inside and show that. So when people come to you, what, what are then their expectations? You know, I'm sure that, you know, if you want a transformation, you'll, you'll have such high expectations or what is the first thing maybe they expect from you? Yeah, so I suppose the sort of first thing tends to be the colour side because it's such a visual thing and it's not, you know, from within. It's actually, you know, what are the colours that work for you? You know, we all have um, an undertone that, you know, so some of us have got a blue undertone and we better suit cooler, bluer colours and some of us have got a, a yellow undertone and better suit uh, warmer, yellower based colours. So if we just get that right, that makes all the difference. That's the difference between, you know, your jawline, you know, the how your eyes look, you know, do they pop? The skin tone. Um, if you're a blue-toned person and I put you in yellow-toned clothes, you will look sallow, like there's something wrong with your liver or you've been on the gin all weekend. <laughs> and if you've got a blue undertone, sorry, if you've got a yellow undertone and I put you in bluer colours, you can look colder. 
Uh, you can look tireder. You know, this is not just used by me. Uh, um, it's used in Hollywood to make people look more intimidating. Wouldn't you like to know the colours that make you look more approachable and fresher and brighter, even if you're feeling like you're not bright <laughs> and, and energetic? So, you know, and I quite often wear orange when I'm feeling a bit down, mm. you know, not that I'm feeling down today, but, you know, it's a bright, light, energetic, fluorescent yeah. colour. And people respond to me when I'm wearing my best colours. Mm. You know, people smile at you in the street because it's not a sea of black and navy and grey. You know, and it's about standing out, but for the right reasons. Yes, and you represent that so well. Go, go on, sorry, Jane, but yes, it's true. <laughs> I just feel so self-conscious now. No, no, not at all. <laughs> and that's the other thing. I don't judge, you know, and sometimes people see me in Sainsbury's or Waitrose and, you know, they're my clients and they look down at what they're wearing and then they look up at me and then they run away and I say, I don't judge, you know. We all have to do us and sometimes, you know, I troll around in my tracky dacks and my sloppy joe t-shirt you know i don't ever judge people based off what they're wearing <laughs> so. so how long do you work with people and how do you witness their transformation well i think my clients would tell you that once you're mine i'm yours forever <laughs> so i'm in your phone so the, the color analysis takes about three hours and people go away with a sort of fan of uh, swatches, which they can then take shopping with them so that they know the colors that work for them, not just for their clothes and accessories, but also for their makeup and their hair color. The style piece, it takes about four hours. Um, I only ever do it one-on-one -on -one because I want people to really be honest with me and tell me how they feel. And I think sometimes when people come with their friends or significant people in their lives, they're not as honest and open with themselves. And they perhaps answer the questions that I ask them based on what their friends or, or their families want to hear rather than how they really feel inside. And then they also get time with me shopping, not necessarily to buy anything, but just so that I show them how I would shop for them things to avoid, you know, patterns that might work, not work for their bodies or reflect their personalities, scale of patterns, even fabrics, the cuts of lapels and necklines, all sorts of things, even the shape of people's shoes or earrings, we cover it all. And then in the future, when I find things that just say, oh my gosh, that's Audrey, that's brand Audrey, or that's brand Sarah Jane, I pop it into their phone. We have an app, like a portal between my clients and me. And if I spot something that I think will work for them in their colors and their style, I just send them a link. And not all of it is from the high street. Some of it uh, might be from Vinted or, you know, online charity shops or eBay. You know, we try to be sustainable as well. And I show them how to sort out their wardrobes too. So that they're, you know, recouping some of the monies that they might have spent on things that are hanging in their wardrobe, not worn, or perhaps even labels on them. You know, try and get some of that money back to reinvest in yourself going forward. Yes, we were talking about that, Sarah Jane, just before you came on the podcast, Sandy, <laughs> about you know having a minimalist wardrobe, but with only pieces you can mix together, and and that's the thing, you know, once you have five great tops in your colours and your style, and five great bottoms in your colours and style. You've actually got 25 outfits because everything goes with everything else. You don't need much more in life. No, it's perfect. Yeah, my husband's going to be very happy about that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so true. You know, it, 
it seems obvious because when you're faced with your wardrobe, you've got, you know, so many options, but you never get the right one out. So if you have less, but you've chosen them very carefully, yeah, you're bound to get it right. Yeah. You should love everything in your wardrobe and it should love you back. You know, if you put something on in the morning and you think, oh, and take it off again, there's something about that that's not right for you. And I will tell you what it is so that you don't do that again. You don't spend that hard-earned money on something that doesn't actually work for you. But do you know right away from when you see people, you know, oh, they're in their blue, they've got blue undertone, but they're wearing... No, no. Before, I cannot tell by looking at someone. When I sat my uh, husband in the chair, I was convinced that he was a spring like me, which is warm and bright and light he's a winter which is cool uh, but he's got blonde hair and blue eyes I thought he was going to be like me mm. no I can't tell let see the little drapes here I've got 144 of them I let them do the talking they decide yes yes well yeah when you post on Instagram and we see all the color swasses uh, on people's body and it's true it's amazing you know when you, we see them all we can see straight away which one uh, brings the person out yes you're all swayed by trends the color of the year is magenta this year i look like morticia when i wear magenta you know it's the least forgiving color for me so i know when i go into a shop and it's just a sea of those sorts of um pink not to buy it there's a new barbie film coming out in a few weeks time and there's going to be pink everywhere not everybody looks great in pink. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if you can learn to swerve the colours that don't work for you, it just saves time and, you know, money. So what brings you joy in your your work? Uh, Obviously, you love it, you're passionate, and you're so skilled at it. So what do you like the most about it? Well, the thing that really sort of tugs my heartstrings is when people send me pictures of things that they've worn to events or just for life. And I've got one particular client, and when she came to me, you know, she'd she had a, a double mastectomy. She'd had part of her stomach taken to create grafts. And she said, I don't want to look like all of the other dog walkers when I'm out walking my dog. That's not how I feel. And um, so we developed her style for her, and she's got lots of drama in her personality, sort of like um, a little bit punky. But, you know, she's an older lady and she sent me a message. She'd been at an art exhibition and, you know, she'd worn one of her sort of, you know, new style outfits. And she said, I looked around me and it was a sea of boring mm-hmm. and I looked and felt amazing. Mm-hmm. And that just, it just makes me feel gooey inside. Mm-hmm. So it's little, little things like that. But it's that smile in the mirror when people see what the great colours can do for them. It's the bounce in their step as they walk out the door, knowing how they're going to tackle their wardrobes and all of the noise that they're going to get rid of and how they're going to show up for life. Yeah, I think that's amazing how what looks can do to you. And when you say it's a worry less, you know, <laughs> because you, if you have a lot on your mind, a lot to deal with, you know, in certain times of your life, I mean, uh, if you know you look good, you feel confident about it and you don't have to worry about how to dress, that's big step forward in confidence, self-esteem. and yeah. yeah, it gives you confidence. I think there are so many things in life that are out of our control, particularly when there's change happening in, in your life. And one of the things that you can control is how you show up. 
you know, do you put that bit of lipstick on in the morning? How does it make you feel? I mean, I've put perfume on to come on a Zoom with you guys. Nobody's going to smell it apart from me, but it makes me feel better. Mm. It's about me showing up as as the real me. And and maybe it helps people. I know I remember when I just had a baby and I remember I told myself I would always make the effort, even with a, a small baby, to get dressed and put a bit of makeup on, even though I didn't usually. And I did it. It wasn't as difficult as it sounded, you know, and I think it's all about telling people that it doesn't have to take a lot of time to feel good and it can make a real difference. Yeah, absolutely. Actually, during the color session, I show people how to do their face in less than two minutes. So it's it's like brushing your teeth. You know, you wouldn't go out without brushing your teeth. Exactly. Just make it a habit. Yeah. Yes, yes. You advise on makeup and lipstick as well, as, and that's amazing because it's often difficult, very tricky. The lipstick color, I find that we always buy the wrong one. <laughs> People find it quite scary, and I suppose it's a bit like you know when you buy a new piece of art or a new piece, a new sofa or something. Lipstick's a bit like that. You know, you walk into a room and it's all you can see. You can only see that new piece of art or that new sofa, and then after a couple of weeks, it just becomes part of the furniture. Lipstick's a bit like that. People think that perhaps wearing lipstick is a bit frivolous or you won't be taken seriously. But actually, you know, Harvard have done studies that, you know, women who wear lipstick in the workplace are considered to be, you know, people who pay more attention to detail. They're more approachable. And actually, people look at your eyes, not at your lips when you're wearing lipstick. You're adding power to your words. And do you know what? If guys, and I know guys can because it's a modern world, but if guys could wear lipstick, they blooming well would so we've got an advantage we're not using it well um i have a question just on the subject of men is there a big difference between what women want when they come to see you and what men want or is it the same um i think for guys it's about not having to make decisions if the decisions are made for them you know they've got their little swatch of uh colors and they can just go into a shop and say Show me what you've got in these colours. You know, it's just that simplification. I think with women, it's more, you know, we do like to show our personalities and our effervescence and all of that, you know, and we've got more choices. We've got more choices. But is there anything to do with confidence for men also, self-esteem, or don't they talk about it? Well, they do, actually. And when I sit them in front of the mirror, they have exactly the same issues as we do. You know, we all look at the things we don't like about ourselves in the mirror. You know, when I look in the mirror, I look at my psoriasis under my eye. I look at my hay fever. I look at my scars and my beauty spots and my age spots. Guys do exactly the same. You know, when I talk to them in almost the same language, but I talk more about that chiseled jawline or, you know, how energetic they look they have exactly the same hang-ups as we do they're just less vocal about it and also they don't point their flaws out to other people whereas we do and now that I've pointed out my psoriasis and my hay fever you see them as well but that's that's what we do as women we point out our flaws to everybody I must admit I still don't see them but (laughs) (laughs) 
No, we don't. No, no. You you represent uh, <laughs> what you do very well, Sandy, and I admire you a lot for your reconversion at you know at retirement. You know, and it's really amazing to see that, and I think that's so inspiring to see that you can rebuild a career and be successful at any age, learning, thriving, and empowering women the way you do it. It's it's absolutely fantastic. So Thanks. so well done, William. Yeah. And that's the other thing. We're not very good at accepting compliments, are we? That's it. but thank you so how do people contact you how can they know about what you do i don't actually advertise it's all pretty much word of mouth and referrals i have an instagram which is sandy underscore your authentic stylist and i think you know i do get people finding me there and coming to see me but most people it's because they, they go and look at my instagram once they've been told about me or uh, recommended. Quite often it's people, you know, suddenly their, their colleagues or their friends see that there's something going on and they're not quite sure what. And they might get a compliment like, in a way, or something, because they're looking, you know, more confident or brighter or whatever. And that's where I get my business. So, you know, it's mainly through referrals and recommendations. So your clients are your the way for you to get new clients because they reflect your work. Absolutely. You know, those sort of 10 years younger programs, I always, I mean, I love watching them. It's like, I just lap them up. But I'm not sure whether those people that go through that process know how to do it for themselves at the end of it. And I'm different in that I want my clients to be able to do this for themselves. I'm there to help them. I'm there to hold their hand. They can send me pictures of things that they're not sure about. But really, I'm giving them the tools and the knowledge to go and do this for themselves for the rest of their lives. It's like coaching in a way where I, I spend a few months with the client and then they're able to right. you know, manage whatever comes their way in the future. You know, <laughs> They have the tools and then they can use those tools for anything else that comes their way. So it's a bit like what you do in empowering them and giving them the older techniques and tools and for them to choose on their own and to be. Yeah. But I've seen a transformation in our common friend, uh, you know, that another self-employed, you know, woman in, in Chiswick. And she, I saw her with that fantastic dress. <laughs> and I saw, I said, oh, you look so fabulous in that dress. And she said, well, I went to see Sandy. I'm like, okay, <laughs> I get it now. Yeah, so definitely your clients reflect your work and your quality because it's your talent your talent <laughs> I don't know we could talk for hours about <laughs> what you do and I mean it really I, I want to come and see you because I think I would need help to, because I love colors but I, I don't always wear them you know the right way I think so I definitely will try and come and see you it's an absolute pleasure to being able to talk to you about what you do and what you love the most. We love your energy. Audrey had talked a lot about you before we, we made this episode. And, you know, I wasn't disappointed at all. So thank you so much for, for coming to, for agreeing to come in and talk to us on our podcast, because I think uh, what you do can help a lot of women and also men, as you mentioned, that listen to us and who are going through a difficult phase. Uh, either divorce or, or, or separation. So I encourage anybody who's in London or who wants to go <laughs> to oh, London. Gosh, I, have, I have people come from Paris and Finland yeah, and see? all sorts of places. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah. Place. yeah. So, yes, please get in touch with Sandy. I'm sure, you know, it will be worth it. <laughs>
Yes, Thanks. one of these little things. So yes, and to feel sexy, we didn't talk about that, but to feel attractive, to feel sexy in your body, whatever the shape, the size, I think it's so important to feel that way and not to seduce other people, but just to feel. Yeah, attractive. it's that empowerment. And, you know, and it is taking back control, you know, in a world that we can't control what happens. So these are the things that you can well, we'll put all your contact details in the show notes. So once again, thank you, Sandy. And uh, I'll see you soon uh, in real life for some event in West, West London. So thank you, Sandy. Thank you so much, Lady. Thank you. Thank you, Sandy. Thank you so much for listening. If you have found this podcast useful, please share, like, and comment hashtag divorce and help spread the information around you if you think it may be useful to others. If you would like us to deal with one issue in particular, or if you would like to participate to our podcast, please don't hesitate to contact us. You can find us on Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram by searching Audrey Zetun or Sarah Jane Taster. It would be great to hear from you. See you soon for another episode of Hashtag Divorce.